Amanda Seal Show. Happy Thursday to everybody, or as they what do they call it, pre weekend. Um, Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Friday Junior. I am Amanda Seals. This is your source for laughs and the facts and all that good stuff. So we're gonna be taking you through some things today. We got a lot to cover. Uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible. How are you doing on this lovely Thursday? I'm doing good. You know, it's Throwback Thursday. Is I might it? Drop a throwback on the gram today. So who knows? Are we still doing Throwback Thursday on the gram? Do like do I people mean, still do it? Not like in the, in a uh, a big way. You know, sometimes you want to throw a throwback in there. And that's a great excuse to be like throwback Thursday. Remember, there was like Man Crush Monday, yes. Woman Crush Wednesday. It was Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday. Yeah, that, that was, was like a early time. Instagram. That was Ooh. early Instagram, and you know what? It's about to be uh, late Twitter because I think I read something that Twitter is no longer considered Twitter. Like it's officially now a different name because Elon Musk has done some business stuff that Probably. it's... Well, they, like, are taking back everyone's, like, legacy blue checks, so that's, like, a whole thing, too. So, it's a new frontier. Man, even NPR left Twitter. NPR is the first major news uh, space to leave, and they took all 57 of their uh, adjoining accounts. 57? Well, because they have, you know, oh, reporters, like, and, right. yeah, so everybody who was, like, such and such for NPR, for fresh... You know, fresh, not fresh direct. Um, Hello, fresh. <laughs> NPR has, I know somebody's in their car right now, like fresh air, Amanda. Thank you. I apologize. Anyways, that's just some of the things that I'd be reading. Uh, but we got a lot more that we're going to talk more about over the course of the day. So let's get into it. Black Year Red News. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So coming up this hour, we've been we've been talking about Tennessee all week because all eyes are in Tennessee. And we have an update for you guys. So stay tuned for the update. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's not the finish line, but we're close to the finish line on this one. Or fastest first hurdle, I should say. <laughs> also, there's a teacher at Kanye West's Donda Academy that suggests the students, quote unquote, get out now. <laughs> you know, I you know what? I just feel like what made y'all go in? Ooh, they in there now. And she like, run for your lives. Also, we got our group chat coming up. You know, we got black cards in mm-hmm. the black community, mm-hmm. but does the white community have white cards? We're going to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> it's a Confederate flag. <laughs> of course, we want to hear from you all. So make sure you call us up. one 855 8 That's one 855 We are so excited to be here for another day. And we are so happy that you are joining us to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, right here. And I am joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible, and we are about to drop you some black news. What's the first story? That's right. So we've been following Tennessee all week. So the Tennessee Three has had so many different updates. So first, Gloria Johnson didn't get expelled, but Justin Jones, Justin Christian did. Gloria Johnson, the white lady. Yes. And then Justin Jones came back, kicked in the door in with the fofo, with this yes. white suit, the slick back, and he was like, I'm back. Today he had on drawstring dress pants. <laughs> Love that thing. <laughs> With a unanimous unanimous vote, by the they were way. Absolutely, Zara. And then today, Justin Pearson, representative. Yesterday. Yesterday, Justin Pearson. Justin J. Pearson. You're right. Get that J. Get it. It's like Michael J. Fox. Yes. Justin J. Pearson. Shelby County had his back. They voted seven to one to send him back to the house back in Nashville. At least that's what I saw on your Instagram, Amanda, that it was a seven to one unanimous vote. Okay. It was. Well, there's no one if it's unanimous. Seven to zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was hyped. 
You were, I saw it. Listen, I'm a cancer and I care. So I was crying, y'all. I was crying. I was like, yes, we, we shall overcome, baby. <laughs> Remind me one day to tell you the story of Josh Stone singing We Shall Overcome. That's a whole story. But I'm nervous. Just <laughs> but go ahead. Then I learned that. Okay, first let me say that I thought it was a unanimous vote and that mm. the Republicans who were there had also voted. And it right. was like, oh my gosh, like everybody got over themselves and just knew because that- Because there was a lot of controversy about, yes. will Shelby County do the right thing? Yes. There was money being yes. held over people's heads. Yes. So we were nervous. Okay. So I was very nervous. Then there was like, even though they have a Democrat majority, two of the Democrats weren't going to be available right. to vote. And so it was really a real sketchy possibility. You know me, I was over here like, oh, it's going to make it happen <laughs> because these people have obviously shown they're shady. Right. So how it's gonna pop off well turns out it was unanimous not because people did the right thing and i'm talking about republicans mm -hmm. but because they just didn't show up to vote oh i yeah. know that was even possible you could just not show up to vote you work. could just not show up to vote so it's, it's like they abstained okay you know they kind of like pled the fifth on the vote and so what that says to their constituencies is that we did not support him can't have y'all seeing us support a loud black brother with a kente cloth and a dashiki and an afro but we also didn't stand in their way okay. which would of course i think could have caused a riot that would, because again, all eyes are on Tennessee, like the yes. nation. Because, you know, sometimes they, they're able to do stuff like behind the door. Because no one's really paying attention. There's so much happening. Yeah. But now everyone's like waiting. Tennessee hasn't, no one's cared this much about Tennessee in a long time. Like, Tamika Mallory came front row. John Moran should have shown up with the with the gun. He should have shown up with the with the blammer. Yes. Like, y'all know how I get down. <laughs> Side note, have you ever seen John Moran's sister? No. I forgot her name, but she plays high school basketball and she's the thug. Okay. She is out here like. <laughs> Balling, shall I call her? She's making a lot of people uncomfortable on the court because she is not playing with y'all. Okay. She is not playing with y'all. And I say thug with the greatest. The utmost respect. Utmost respect. Okay. Get out the lane. She coming through. Well, that's how I feel about Justin J. Pearson. Get out the lane. He's coming through. Apparently, there's a, maybe some other stipulation around like him remaining in the seat. Okay. Because remember, these are just interim seats that they're putting them in. And then they have right. to do another election. election to get their seats back in, in full. So, but you know what? Let's cross that bridge when we get there. And for now, let's celebrate the victory today. We, we black people have a problem doing that. We'd be like, I can't celebrate the victory because that's happening tomorrow. And it's like, well, let's celebrate today so that we can build up our energy for tomorrow. What do y'all think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. How did you feel finding out that the Justins were reinstated into their positions? And if you're, if you're in Tennessee, I would love to especially hear from you and hear what the vibe is out there. What do we got coming up next? Coming up next, we're going to to the Donda Academy. Mm, why? Because apparently a teacher is telling y'all to get out. Oh. Get out. A former teacher at the Donda Academy. Also, we have the group chat. Mm. Them white cards. Like we got black cards. Yes. Can they get revoked? I'm curious to find out. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. We are in the New growth of Black Hair News. Listen, I make it my business to try to talk about this person as little as possible, but I thought this was a story that was definitely worth addressing. Definitely. So in case you guys haven't heard, a former Donda teacher, Cecilia Haley, is suing the Donda Academy for claiming that they fired her wrongfully for reporting that students are, quote unquote, two years behind. Yeah, but who started the Donda Academy? 
I'm gonna get there. Hold on. Okay, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get okay. there and suggest that they quote unquote get out now. Get out is a funny reference. You think about this person? <laughs> it is none other than the infamous Kanye West. Now I don't know who in their right mind would send their child to a school that was started by Kanye West. But let me tell you some things about Donda Academy. First of all, the school uniforms are Balenciaga. Okay. That's looking cute, but go ahead. Well, it's also unnecessary. It's unnecessary, but it's- uh... It's fine for you to have Balenciaga school (laughs) uniforms, but you should also also have janitors, nurses, and chairs, okay? Accreditation. They don't have any of these things. The kids don't get any report cards. There's no transcripts. There's no lessons plans. Uh, There's also- no Black History Month being celebrated. I'm trying to understand. I mean, that tracks. It's a Kanye West school. That actually tracks very well. What I want to know is, though, I'm okay, listen, I'm all for new forms of education. Like, I feel like what we have as an education system, system now clearly is flawed. Okay. It doesn't work. But at no point. I don't think it's completely flawed and I don't think it completely doesn't work. I think the problem is that you're not letting teachers teach anymore. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that as a, as a counterpoint. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> But what I will say is at no point have I ever thought to myself, you know who needs to come and fix this problem? Kanye West. Never in my no. 28 years of life have I no. ever thought that. They only serve sushi at the school. <laughs> first of all, can you like mercury poisoning from like eating too much sushi, sushi? First of all. Here's the thing. People got to know their place. Mm-hmm. Like go do your raps. You know, go do your paper bag, you know, homeless wear outfits. <laughs> Leave the education to educators. and Or at least like, you know, Betsy DeVos, of, you know, somebody. Oh, my God. Don't say caliber. that. Don't say that jokingly because people will think you're serious. <laughs> I'm not serious, y'all. Please, no. Half things I say on this radio show is ingest. But what would people think they're going to ingest if they send their kid to a Kanye West school? Like, I want to know if there was any real, like, literature that was presented to them that said this was going to be taught at the school. Like, this is what the what kids was, like, are going to experience at the school. Like the... Yeah, like, what made you say, you know what? Because they had to take their kid out of another school to put him in a Donda school. And that's a lot of work. You got to go to the school with your outfit on. And Donda wouldn't even love this. And she was an educator. So yeah. this doesn't seem like it was created in the spirit of her. And also, like, is he coming to do, like, assemblies? <laughs> Is his pitch, is his portrait, or is, is Donna's portrait up in the classrooms? I used to have a principal who used to go on the announcements, like her like sexy, like quiet storm voice. Oh my goodness. I feel like that's how he gets on the intercom every morning, like, this is Kanye West. No, he's on the <laughs> intercom like this. This is Kanye West. Y'all better li- <laughs> He's rapping. All the kids, I know y'all better listen, because I'm gonna make you christen Ning. This I don't know. Is so I, funny I can rap way better than this, but I'm I'm just really trying to understand why anyone would think this is a good idea. And why all the kids haven't left the school by now? (laughs) Well, because they have parents who want clout more than education. And I'm actually curious. You know what, Amanda? Maybe we're missing something. We might be missing something on this. Maybe. So I want the people to call in. Give us your thoughts. We're not missing anything, but please call in. (laughs) Please call in. Just for the record, we're not missing anything. We're not. We should have sometimes, you know, people have a counter thought, a counter, a counter argument. All right, y'all, that's it for Black Red News. Coming up, we're going to that group chat again. We got black cars in our community, but do white folks got white cars? Mm -hmm. And can they be snatched up? (laughs) Go find out next on The Amanda Seal Show. Stay locked in. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It is time to dive in at first into the group chat. And uh, we got a little help today from Kev on stage. He posted this little video, Jeremiah, like the Bible, and uh, it resonated. Yes. 
I was just thinking about how black people have certain movies where we take it personally if another black person hasn't seen them. Like, we'll take your black card if you ain't seen Coming to America or The Color Purple or Friday or maybe Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Um, I'm curious if other cultures have movies like this. Like, white people, do y'all take each other's white card if you ain't seen Still Magnolias or the Titanic or The Notebook or Hangover? Mexican people, do y'all be mad if somebody ain't seen Selena? You're like, bro, you ain't seen Selena, man. You need to watch it right now. Do y'all be like that? Asian people, you, you know, job movies. If you ain't seen in an Asian movie, I don't know. But y'all answer, because I know for black folks, we be mad. But other people, how y'all be? Now, see, he's got a point. Right. He does have a point. He does. A, he always makes really great, great points. In yes. Videos. Shout out to Kevin on stage. Hilarious. I thought this was interesting, though, because I do feel like if we talk about any other cultures, it may feel like rate like right. not, not <laughs> get, get real appropriationist right. you know but if we talk about whiteness white is not a culture at all so <laughs> there's that and you know i do wonder when y'all are thinking about like if white people get their white car revoked like mm. what are the reasons people get their white car revoked well there's in my mind like you would get a white car revoked if you properly season your chicken yeah because that ain't happening over there it's not happening it's like mm, y'all sure y'all you're getting your white car revoked if you show up to the white barbecue with no raisins and the potato salad. Oh, They're like, <laughs> they are like Sherry. Well, you also get a revoke if you show up to the cookout with baked macaroni and cheese. It got to be like craft out of a box. Ooh. Soupy. A lot of, uh, so it's a lot of cuisine reasons. I feel cuisines. like, well, you know what? Then there's like the also sinister things. Like we have seen white people legitimately get their white car revoked for just being friends with black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also get a revoke, you know, if you're a white girl and you can't access those tears quick <sighs> enough. Because at any minute. You got to be able to pull them out. And put on a performance. There's a performance. You get awards in the white community for that. <laughs> I just feel like there's definitely legitimacy to this. And we know that because it's happened in like real life. Do you think white guys get their white car revoked if they don't wear like boat shoes with polos? And dockers? Yes. Absolutely. And they're nowhere near a boat. Nowhere near a boat. I think white guys get their white car revoked when they don't properly use the term bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Also, you have a bow, a bow cut. Come situation. at me, bro. Or the Oakley shades. Oh, man. They love an Oakley shade now, Madison. But that's a special brand of white folks. It is. Okay? That's a January 6th edition Oakley shade. But sometimes it blurs. You think so? You're like, not too January 6th. January 6th adjacent. The only other folks that are wearing those Oakley shades are football coaches. High school football coaches and they, in January some of them 6th. Be, <laughs> listen, some of them be sketchy. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, y'all, let us know. What are some of your reasons why you think white folks will get their white car revoked? Hit us at one eight five five amanda 8 You know what? White folks, y'all better call up too. Don't be thinking that, oh, this is for the black people. I want to hear from y'all. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I know some of y'all have been listening and just been crossing your fingers <laughs> like, when am I going to get a chance to call? Because I don't want to call and get made fun of. This is your this is time moment. to shine. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? We're back here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy, like the Bible. And that is Amanda Seals. We love that you guys listen to the show all the time. Y'all stay connected. Y'all call us and give y'all give us y'all opinions. So this week, Amanda, you gave Governor, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas the letdown. Yes. Because he's working to pardon a sergeant that was convicted for killing someone at a Black Lives Matter protest. How? <sighs> listen, the callers had thoughts. So we'll okay. go to the phone lines and see what they got to say. Hi, Amanda. Um, I live in Houston, Texas, and 
we constantly have a problem with Greg Abbott, Mr. Hot Wheels. He's always doing something that is completely and totally ridiculous. Um, I'm not surprised when it comes down to him because these are the type of things that he likes to do. But at the same token, if it were a black person that did this to another black person, do you think that he will be fighting just as equally for that person? Now, that's something to ponder on. You're right. And if it was a black person that did it to a white person, firing squad. Right, right now. Greg Abbott right goes, t- 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 Yes. Because you know it's you can just conceal carry. So he probably got it tucked right there in his seat. He's sitting on it. That man called him Mr. Hot Wheels. That's crazy. That's how they do in Texas. They call him Mr. Hot Wheels. They're like, we don't rock with you. Listen, it's very Caribbean of them because West Indians, like, we're going to insult you with not only whatever you did, but also, like, something that is flawed like about you. being. I, flaw is not the word, but something that is, like, you may be insecure about. Right. I would say, like, don't do not do something sideways to a West Indian woman and have a lazy eye. Because it's going to be, how the lazy eye get in it? Because it's going to be like, you're a liar with your lazy eye. <laughs> like, why? But the fact that Texans aren't, like, surprised by this also is just, like, sad. Like, oh, this is what he be, he's on every day. This is not new for us. You know what's not fair, though, is I think a lot of people say about Texas when it comes to Governor Hot Wheels, they're like, oh, you know, that's why y'all should have voted him out. Like, you mm-hmm. get what you vote for. It's like Texas is gerrymandered, like, everywhere else. Right. I know so many people in Texas who may not be Democrats, but who definitely don't want him. And they voted for Beto or they voted for other folks, but it's just, it's, it's a losing battle. Also, usually like like-minded people, like liberal or conservative, they usually like integrate to a specific area. So yeah. all your votes are like kind of concentrated. Absolutely. And like, they know that. Right. Versus spread out. Well, I hope that this doesn't happen. And if it does happen, DOJ, <laughs> where is Merrick Garland? Where is he? I haven't seen him in a long time. We need, we need some paperwork on Governor Abbott. I hope Mayor Garland is somewhere very busy at work <laughs> making sure that he has an airtight case to imprison Donald Trump. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but y'all, keep the calls coming. Join the conversation. Lines are always open at one eight five five Amanda 8 That's 855-262-6328. <laughs> We're hitting up my alma mater. For Black Hero News, plus we got Black Twitter, was a lot to say, as they should, about Shaq and his money. Actually, Shaq has too much to say about his money, and that's how you got people commenting. Finally, we got your big up let down. It's all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the That is Representative Justin J. Pearson addressing folks after he won the vote to be reinstated to his position that he was foully and racistly removed from uh, last week in the, Tennessee, in the Tennessee House of Representatives. So Justin J. Pearson, as well as Justin Jones, returning to fight for the people. And I feel like I may have even heard somebody in there go, woo, 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 woo. So there was an Arsenio Hall moment. He happening. definitely was giving MLK the fourth. 
Sir, he's giving MLK the fourth, but he also like when he's talking calmly, he's giving Obama the second. Like uh, he's together. and then there's like a Reverend Shuttlesworth in there. Like he has absolutely studied the black leaders, the the, the, orators. the orators that have come before him, and he is continuing that tradition. And I just can't wait to see both him and Justin Jones continue to keep their foot on the necks of these folks in Tennessee. All right, I'm Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, we are your favorite source for the laughs and the facts and all that good stuff. So we got a lot. Of stories that we've been talking about all week, and we're going to continue to uh, give you all that good stuff because we got Black Hearing News coming up. That is right. And Amanda, we head down to the South, to Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. to a place you might be familiar with, Dr. Phillips High School. The one and the only! Y'all, that's my alma mater. DP! Ah, uh, DP! Well, somebody lost their job, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold the DP for now. <laughs> also, Black Twitter has a lot to say about Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. because it's a lot of money and some kids, what's being left behind. There's a lot of thoughts. We'll get into that. Also, Shazam! Also, we have your Big Up Let Down. Yes, we do. So make sure you stick around for the Big Up, Big Up Let Down. Find out who is going to be the recipient of the blows and who's going to get the props. All right. Don't forget, the lines are open. Join the conversation at 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. And if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and uh, we got to get into some black here news. This story hits home, and I'll tell you why. But first, let's tell about the story. Okay, so there was a Florida teacher who was fired. So Jeffrey King, he was a psychology teacher at the high school you might be familiar with, Dr. Phillips High School. What high school is that? Dr. Phillips High School. What high Dr. Phillips High School. Y'all, you are talking to a graduate of the great Dr. Phillips High School, okay? DP! Ah, DP! Troop 4276. Never less than the best. Basically, the way that Jeremiah feels about Howard University is how I feel about Dr. Phillips High School. And just to give you all some context, Dr. Phillips High School, Performing Arts High School, and one of the greatest high schools of all time, and home to alums like me, like Joey Fatone, like Wayne Brady, Ooh. like Luis Fonsi, like Eddie Wong. The Wait, list goes Wayne on. Brady, that's going to be at the Novo? Yes, Wayne Brady, who will be on the next Smart Funny and Black show in Los Angeles at the Novo on May 18th. He also went to Dr. Phillips High School, okay. and you can get your tickets, by the way, at amandaseals.com. But we digress. Well, maybe Jeffrey King can get a ticket to the show also because he was fired over a lesson plan he did in which he asked students to write their own obituaries in an effort to teach about gun safety. Obviously, guns in the schools and shootings is a big thing that's happening right now. And it's in Florida. (laughs) Right. So the prompt was, if they died 24 hours from now, what would they do differently than they did yesterday? It was to show them what's important in the world and also that... Not that you're going to die, but that if you're going to die, what would matter to you? Right. It's really an exercise that forces you to consider your mortality based on what actually is important, not based on like what may feel, what may seem important right now. And a lot of us can't really see that until we consider finality. Right. I mean, he's a psychology psychology teacher. So this makes, this seems like it's in the realm of. Psychology. Right. Also, because this gun safety is the thing that's happening in school, so it's something that kids actually have to deal with, unfortunately. So I think people are upset that 
they had to do this, but it's like, it's a reality that the kids are actually facing. Well, the other thing is too, I think they're more upset that he contextualized this with gun control. Remember, this is in Florida. This mm-hmm. is a place that just changed the laws in Florida to where you can have a gun anywhere without a permit. And this is the wild, wild west they're trying to create. And we know that Florida is actively trying to suppress critical thinking and any type of intelligentsia from advancing. Now, for me, I think this was actually very brilliant. And I did this exercise in college. And I actually remember a portion of it. What did you write? Oh, my goodness. I'm nervous. I said, and I can't remember the exact words, but it was something to the effect of, on the day that I pass, those who love me will wake up and realize that a ray of light is missing from the sun and will know instantaneously that I have passed on. I'm not playing with your medicines. I don't think about like death often. Um, it's one of my fears in life. I mean, why are you afraid of death? What are you afraid of? That you're not going to get what you want to accomplish before you die? That's part of it. But also, it's kind of like it's just you don't know what's going to happen afterwards. Like obviously, there there are thoughts of what happens, but it's like we don't know until we know. Also, I don't want anything tragic to happen to me. That's like also that. But the things I do think about as far as death is what picture you go use. Like hilarious. Like if something's happening, what, what picture are y'all using? Because I, I, I think about my Instagram, I'm like, I got to keep a picture ready just in case. They, no, because people also be like really loosey-goosey with the pictures that they're yes, choosing. I don't like that. Also, secondly, I don't want to be in a casket. I want to be like made into a tree of some Same. sort and like back into the ground. I mean, y'all can cremate me and scatter my ashes on Grand Island's Beach in Grenada. Ooh. But I also don't want a funeral. I want a party. And y'all can play my favorite song of all time. <clears throat> Boy, you should know that. <laughs> I got you on my mind. That's what I want you to play, okay? I want you to celebrate my life. And I know there may be sadness, but at the end of the day, I feel like when it's time for me to go, I will feel as though I have done what I need to do and I'll move on. Please be sad. If no one was sad when I die, I'll be upset. I'm going to haunt you. <laughs> at least if me, look, I don't need you to be like sad, like depressed, but a little tear, like, dang. Yeah, yeah I no hear more. you. I hear you. It's <laughs> like, wow. Like I was, I was just talking to her the other day. Don't pull up an old text like, oh, oh, I just talked to him. And it's a fake DM. Like, I hit you about some, like, random stuff. Because people do that, too. I was just talking to him. I just. And it's like, hey, girl, what was that story you got that shirt from? That's like, a real conversation. But people do it for, like, clout. Like, more so. Like, oh, I was just talking to him. I was just. Oh, my God. Like, so distraught. It's like, girl, you don't ever call me. Like, what are you doing? <sighs> people know. The people listening know. They in their car laughing because they know. <laughs> well, y'all, I don't think that this teacher should have been fired. What do you think? one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. I think also there's something to be said for the fact that, you know what? We got to make these kids think. And they yeah. keep saying everything is making the kids upset. And I'm like, well, what type of adults are we going to have if you can't think about anything without being upset? I'll tell you what, it's not going to be the kind of adults that lead the revolution this country needs. That's what it is. All right. Here's my thoughts. Let me hear your thoughts. Give us a call. one 855 amanda 8 This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I believe in generational wealth. Okay. However, seems like Shaq Diesel does not, Jeremiah. Please. He does not. Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal explained that he would not be sharing his 400, 400 million dollar fortune fortune with his children at all. And Black Twitter has a lot to say about it. But let's hear Shaq's reasons. You know, my kids, my kids are older now and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they, they don't understand. Because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, we don't no, you got to, you got to have bachelors or masters, and then 
If you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're going to have to present it. Boom, boom, boom. Bring it to me. I'll let you know. I'm not giving you nothing. The girls, I'll, 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 I'll take care of the girl. But my boys, oh, they're not getting nothing. So This sounds so ignorant. I want to know who the music director was. <laughs> <laughs> when the musical background to this, this speech. This just sounds so ignorant to me, Jeremiah, because ultimately we are constantly talking about the building of generational wealth for black right. folks. Let's go get us out of the shackles. Yes. We talk about the importance of having trusts and trust funds. Mm-hmm. And this idea that I struggled, so you need to struggle. And it's like, okay, there are other ways to build character mm-hmm. than struggling, particularly if you struggle and you don't need to, that just builds resentment. Right. right. <laughs> I don't know why we think in this way, because it really is not elevation. It's actually regression. I'm looking at Shaq. And I'm like, okay, Shaq didn't even have his actual biological father in his life. He wrote Mm -hmm. a song about it. I think it was Greg is my father. The fact that he had a whole musical career. Yes. Hilarious to me. But go ahead. Then to come to this point, have children and then separate them by gender by saying, like, I'm going to take care of the girls, but I'm not going to take care of the boys. It's like young black men in this country have targets on their back every Mm -hmm. day. They have a harder time at getting loans. Mm -hmm. There's so many factors impeding the advancement. Why would you not just be supportive of that? And if your reasoning is, well, I don't want to give them money because I don't want to think they can just come up real easy. Right. That's not about having money. That's about parenting. Right. I agree with that. So I have two thoughts on this. I'm conflicted. I do agree with you, say. I feel like we always talk about generational wealth, generational wealth. And then people have generational wealth and be like, JK, just kidding. But also, I do think, I mean, obviously I didn't grow up with a parent who had $400 million. But I do think there is something to be said about having a boundary as a parent. Like, I'm here to help you and support you, but... That doesn't mean this is a free for all. Like you don't, I'm not an ATM. You don't, that doesn't mean. That's what I mean by parenting. Right. You know, like, I mean, I don't know why there's an assumption that your kid is going to just be pulling money from you for like you're a tree. Unless you've set that. Yeah. And when he's like, they can come to me for a business and I'll invest in their business. And it's like, why don't you just give them money to launch whatever they want to launch. And if they want to be entrepreneurs, they may not even want to be entrepreneurs. Maybe they want to be physicians. Some of y'all don't need an LLC. No therapist. You do. You do. Because homeboy LLC is not it for y'all. And I just think when I hear stories like this, it's like, what was the point of making all that money? If you're not willingly setting your children up for easier ride, you can't take it with you. When you look at the Donald Trump's of the world, the Kardashians, et cetera. They love to say like, I'm, I'm self-made. No, you're not. At all. You had a platform to jump forward from. And that actually has aided in your ability to be more present for yourself, for your, for your children, et cetera. Shaq, you know what? Get out the lane with your children's money. Well, since they're not getting the money, does that mean it's open seasons for the rest of us? No. Like, can I put He's an application boxing in? Boxing out. I 400 million. This. What you going to do? 400 million. I'm you know how much money 400 million is? I can't imagine. Go build a school. No, actually, we don't need no more school. We don't need no more. We don't need more schools? <laughs> not by celebrities. Not celebrity Touché. schools. We, we need more schools. We need more schools. I don't need schools. a Shaquille O'Neal school. We got a Maybe it's like a basketball school. That might be. Y'all, generational wealth is real. And the only way to build it is to actually share your wealth with your generations. All right, y'all. That's it for Black Career News. Coming up next, we have the big up Let Down. I'm excited to see who gets what, Amanda, because there's a lot been happening this week. And it can really go either way at this point. So stay tuned for coming up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
it's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. What's up, y'all? We back on the Amanda Seal Show. It's your boy, Jeremy, like the Bible, and I'm joined by none other than Amanda Seals. And that means it's time for the Big Up, Big Up Letdown. Are you ready? All right, today's Big Up, Big Up goes to innovating teach in innovative teach. Sorry. Today's goes to some innovative teachers. Now, yesterday we were talking about how just there's so many teacher stories where we're like, why are you doing that? Why would you do that? Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. So a teacher is going big viral online uh, for using Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine to teach how to write argumentative essays. Basically, this is what we do in Smart, Funny and Black with the blabate. Like, how do you convince people of your side of the argument when both sides? are the right answer. So who does the boy really belong to? Brandy or Monica got it. And you got to have a convincing argument of whom, you know? So in in one case, it can be, well, it's Monica because Monica is not going to concern herself with... <laughs> with chasing no man, like that's just not her vibe. And then someone might say, "Well, it's Brandy though, because he might like um, more soft-spoken individuals, okay. and she is clearly the more soft-spoken of the two in this representation." And so, anyways, I really love this because we all know kids are way more apt to learn when you are giving them something relatable to connect to. That's sure. And I also love that it's '90s R&B, so. <laughs> The boy is mine. So that is a big up, big up to the teacher who is going viral for doing this. Also, want to just shout out our teachers and let y'all know that there is a dope place called Donors Choose. It's a dope website, dope organization where you can actually fund classroom projects that teachers are creating. Because you know, a lot of these teachers, they don't get money from their schools to mm-hmm. do these projects. They actually have to use their own money. But you know what? We can support them. Go to DonorsChoose.org and support teachers in funding projects for their classrooms. All right, let's get into the letdown. Well, we reported on this from the beginning and it really just is disheartening for it to culminate in this way. U.S. officials have announced that they will not pursue criminal charges in the Shanquella Robinson case. And I think a lot of us are shocked because it was so obvious that this was foul play. There was an autopsy done that very clearly showed that she had a severed uh, spinal column or severed vertebra. But nonetheless, this was clearly not something done accidental. We saw a video of her being in fights with the individuals that were there. We also just at this point understand that these were not her friends. And when they were told that she had perished, they casually went back to the United States. None of these behaviors are indicative of innocence. And yet... The U.S. officials will not pursue criminal charges. Now, understand a lot of times U.S. officials don't pursue criminal charges unless they feel like they have an airtight case and they can get a conviction. Basically, they feel like I'm not going to waste our time or our money if we're not going to conviction, but get a conviction. But I know a lot of us feel like there's certain cases, particularly where there at least needs to be a an effort made. Right. And Shanquella went to Mexico with who she thought were friends and never made it back to the United States. Yep. And there is a justice that deserves to be served in that. And it says to us that I guess, in fact, black lives really don't matter because these people can take this girl down to Mexico, kill her, come back and live their regular black lives here in America. And I see people in the comments saying, like, don't worry, karma will get them. Mm, Listen, I don't necessarily rely on karma. (laughs) 
So I don't know. There may have to be some street justice in this. So that's our letdown today. And I know a lot of people, particularly her parents, are devastated. And uh, we just have to pour one out for Shanquella Robinson. And we remind y'all, careful who your friends are. That part. Letdown. All right, coming up next, we love our phone calls and we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328, especially if you have any thoughts about today's big up with the creative teaching and our letdown with the Shanquella Robinson case coming to a close. When we get back, we also got to talk about uh, how black we're feeling today. Yeah? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. It is Thursday, April 13th, 2023. And Jeremiah, I have to ask you one simple question. What's the question? How black do you feel today? Today, I am feeling... Dashiki on the first day of work, but hmm. in honor of our good sir, Justin J. Pearson, representative Justin J. Pearson. Also, because I have been known to wear dashiki to work before. <laughs> when a white man also asked me, why are you wearing a nurse's scrub to work? And I what? Always, listen, listen. In Texas, listen, listen, listen. Why are you wearing a nurse's scrub? Listen. It's a true story. It wasn't Governor Greg Abbott, guys. It wasn't. It was another white man. Mm. Hot Wheels, part two. <laughs> but Amanda Seals, how black are you feeling today? I am feeling the scalp of a <laughs> fresh set of braids done by Af- West African hands black today. In pain? T- high strung. I'm like, that's tight. very. Yes. Tight, <laughs> tight, tight. Because they gripping everything. They're inch. gripping. They're pulling it back, pulling it back. And... You know, I woke up this morning and I'm just like, what is going on in the world? I just saw so many ridiculously dis, dis, dis what's the word I'm looking for? Just devastating stories. Right. Like when you're seeing a lawmaker in Missouri casually say that children who are 12 should be allowed to be married off by their parents. And then when he was challenged on this, he said, well, do you know any kids who have been Married at 12. And the person who was the lawmaker that was challenging him was like, no. Right. And he said, well, I do. And they're still married. What? Then behind that, I see the (laughs) Dalai Lama ask the little kid to suck his tongue. What? Then behind that, you know, more behind. behind. I'm telling you, like then (laughs) behind that, Missouri is like, yeah, we're closing down all of our public libraries. Then behind that, we got Florida that's next on the we're going to shut down all the drag shows. Like, it's just like mm, like mm, going through mm, vinyls. mm, Yes. So that has me feeling like Bredmis, Bredmis. If you've ever walked on 125th Street in Harlem, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So that's how black I'm feeling today, Jeremiah. How black are you feeling today? Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What we got when we get back? When we get back, we have more black red news. Why is it that the media is so biased, Amanda Seals? Some of these headlines <laughs> make me side eye. So we'll get into that. Also, what does it take to be a power couple? Mm. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here. I hope everybody's having a good day with us. Thursday is just moving right along and we have a really dope show for you tomorrow. So I hope that if you don't listen to us on Fridays or something, like make an exception tomorrow because we're unveiling a whole new Friday format for y'all. We want Fridays to be fun days. Okay? Fun Fridays. Fun Fridays. So make sure you make it your business to check out the Amanda Seals show tomorrow because we've got a lot of dope stuff that we're unveiling for y'all and we've been putting it through the kitchen, the microwave, we've been cooking it up. Yeah, Jeremiah. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. The but it's been, oven. yeah, it's been incubating, marinating, all that stuff. Broils, bakes, chills, simmer, saute. It's like yeah. And it's about to be birthed. <laughs> So we got that for you tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, now, before we get into what we got coming up next hour, let's get into a caller. What do y'all got to say to us? Hey, Amanda. This is Lee from Philly. Um, I wanted to talk about Tuesday's hey. topic about what do you do to um, alternatives to therapy. So for me, or therapeutic ideas. Mm. So for me, it's TV and it's cartoons, actually. So, and I'm not talking about these Asian... Oops, sorry, not <laughs> you know the, those cartoons. I'm talking about old school cartoons. Like I binge the Finstones, Scooby Doo, all that, and music, oh, all types of music, disco, house, like old school R and B. So, just wanted to say that. Love the program. Loving what you're doing. I love your tagline of a common sense specialist because you are true. Even if I don't agree all the time, but I can respect what I don't agree with. But I love the show. Keep up the good work. I appreciate that. Cartoons. That's a good one. Get your mind yeah. settled. And also, like, brings you in a more, like, free, imaginative, like, kid's state of mind. Like, I found myself yesterday just randomly singing, Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. And I know Jeremiah was like, I have no idea what I know that the is. gummy bears. You know the gummy bears? I didn't watch it, but I know it. What about this one? Dance your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play. Uh, uh, down that. Rain, <laughs> oh my god the answer is fraggle rock okay i've never heard of that That's you've right. never heard of fraggle rock no but what i have heard is there's that literally a reboot on hbo i ain't seen it i ain't seen it in the Seals. shout out to all of my millennials okay we before we even go where you're about to go <laughs> let me just shout out all of my millennials really quick because we had a great cartoon era Dunk, wing duck don't get me started now tell us what we got coming up next hour so i haven't seen any of those shows but i have seen these headlines amanda and these headlines when it comes to black um stories and white criminals are crazy like yes it's disparaging mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that upcoming up in black Blackberry news also vh1 they said we finna flip it and reverse it with love and hip-hop but this time to be a little bit different it's gonna be positive it's gonna be about girl bosses more on that later that doesn't sound like that means it's gonna be positive <laughs> that just sounds like it's gonna be cat fights about money versus about men anyways uh what else we got going on also what does it take to be a power couple i want to know that's coming up next on the main show 
That is a thing a lot of people aspire to. So we're going to get into that. We got more for you. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Mia Nazeel Show. Hey, everybody. Shout out to everybody checking in right here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals and Jeremiah with the Bible rocking out with you, keeping you informed and hopefully like keeping you beating up tempo in these crazy times. We got to get into some black hero news. And I know we're not the only ones who've noticed this. We haven't. So there's always there's biases all around us, yes. even in the news. Yeah. Something that's supposed to be very like um, obvious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> obvious is the word you're looking for. <laughs> So there's been reports of a lot of racial bias in media coverage. So, for instance, you know, we've had two recent shootings yeah. that took place, unfortunately, in America. And I'm going to read the two headlines to you for the shootings. So okay. first one, Louisville shooter Connor Sturgeon was a star athlete but suffered multiple concussions. Nashville shooter Audrey Hale was heartbroken over death of friends she may have been infatuated with. So these are the reasons that they're trying to present to you for why they felt it was necessary to go and mass murder innocent people. But check this out. Get, get let me, let me, let me, you're right. So these, I want these to were the white headlines. Flip it and reverse it. So when it came to Trayvon Martin, who, who was, was murdered. At just a young man right. in a neighborhood doing nothing. Going home. Right. And let me just remember, remind people, the first two headlines were people who are murderers. Yes. This is the headline multiple of a people, murder, multiple people. Yes, the, this is the headline of an individual who was murdered. Yes, mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin has traces of marijuana in system at the time of death. Autopsy reveals. So what we're watching here is the nefarious uh, and surreptitious ways that media trains our brains to consider white folks who create incredibly terrible acts Mm -hmm. as victims and black folks who are the victim of terrible acts as deserving of it. That's what we are being trained to believe. And remember, we are also trained to believe this in the way that history is depicted to us. Right. Okay. Look at how we were taught about people like Andrew Jackson, people like Christopher Columbus. These are individuals who are mass murderers, genocidal Terrible terrorists, people who make Hitler look real regular. Right. Even when you think about Andrew Jackson, you think we think about like how America acquired the West. We call it manifest destiny. Yes, in we, the book. we call it God said that we right. should go and get this. It was our, it was it was it was meant to be. That manifest we have the West. destiny sounds like the name of a vision board party. <laughs> when in actuality, they weren't cutting out pictures; they were cutting out the scalps. Of the indigenous people that they were committing genocide against yep. and the bison that they were killing so oh, that a, they couldn't eat, feed themselves. Right. So when we see this, we have to make a note of it because it's not something that is being done by accident. This is a conscious effort. Well, it's not because the Equality Justice, Justice Initiative did a study where they looked at 10 criminal cases, right, and analyzed the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. So one thing they noticed was that mugshots were used 45% of the cases involving black people accused of crimes compared to only 8% that involved white defendants. I mean, the Connor Sturgeon pictures of the Louisville shooter mm-hmm. are like him with a birthday cake, like, him playing basketball, like really showing him as this really happy-go-lucky guy that just had a right, bad day right. and happened to get his hands on an AR-15. 
even when you look at, we think about the Trayvon Martin situation, we all refer to it as the Trayvon Martin like case a lot of times when it's really the George Zimmerman trial, yes. the person who was on trial. Yes. But it became about Trayvon Martin. And, and you see that a lot of times with like defense uh, teams where they try to like obviously assassinate the the victim mm-hmm. and spin the, spin the narrative to, to the point where you're like, oh, even when you know he is an innocent victim, you're, you you see yourself almost repeating their their language to reference the story, which is kind of like how we get things like this, unfortunately. this Which is why it makes a difference in who is in charge of media. Yes. And which is why when I talk about media like The Shade Room and Baller Alert, et cetera, it means so much that we show up in our own media spaces in a way that uplifts black folks, because in these other media spaces, we are not being taken care of. And there's an African proverb that says, until the lion tells the story, the hunter will always be the hero. Ooh, come on, proverb. So it's our responsibility to share the stories and to make sure that even if they have the ears of certain folks, that we have the respect and hearts of our own folks. Right. I'm with you, Amanda Seals. I'm with you. I be trying to be funny on this show, but sometimes it's, it's just real. like, ah! it, ain't, it ain't funny because it's real life. It's real life. And it has really strong repercussions. What do we got when we get back in Black Written News? When we get back, there's more happening. But this time we're heading down to the love and hip hop land. We're kind of switching gears. <laughs> Definitely. Switching That's gears. a big switch. We're coming back. Um, but they said this time's going to be different. You know, it used to be fights and bottles being thrown. They said it's going to be different this time. Are you looking at me like, mm, but that's what they said. Also, what does it take to be a power couple? We dropping them gems. Coming up next. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And uh, we got more Black Earth news for you. Jeremiah, like the Bible, Atlanta's own, <laughs> the ATL, shouty. What we talking about? Okay, so a report came out that the next season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta will be premiering on MCV this time instead of VH1. They mm-hmm. switch in networks, even though it's all and the, the same. same thing. Yes. But they're re- relaunching with a new focus. The focus is the aspirational lives of the elite boss women who, who built their empires in Atlanta. So they sound, they, sound like they're trying to rebrand themselves from the, you know, before it was more about love squabbles and Stevie J. I was going to say, this was the Jocelyn yeah. stuff, right? And then like Scrappy, Scrappy and Bambi, Erica. Erica. So it was more like baby mama drama, cat fights outside a club. This is Young Jock. Was he on this too? Young Jock is Atlanta. Yep, it's Atlanta. Okay. Ooh, they've had so many iterations at this point. <laughs> and it's like five different cities. <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to like revamp it and, you know, I guess give it a more aspirationally. You know what? My first instinct is like, yeah, right. Like that's not really going to happen, but I hope that it happens. And more importantly, I hope that if they do it successfully, I hope that people watch. Okay. Cause we talk all the time about the fact that so many of these networks think that black folks are only going to watch the rah, rah, right. the ratch, ratch. So if we're not giving them anything other than that, then what do we expect? And that's I true. really believe that some people think that you can't, make content fun and interesting if it's not rah rah and ratch ratch. It's like people who used to say that conscious hip hop is just like, ugh. I mean, there's no way to make like conscious hip hop that people really want to listen to. And then you have J. Cole and Kendrick right. Lamar come out and be the biggest conscious. They're they're the biggest hip hop stars and they're conscious. I mean if you're just bad at making bad at making good content, just say that. Just say that. Keep it a buck. Just- 
I think what it really is is that people are really good at making bad content. Like right. they're really good at making the bad girls club of it all. Like because it's easy. Yeah, it's conflict. Any work. It's just set the cameras up. Go and, and and plant the seed. Like just start the fire. But even people have critiqued shows like that, where it's kind of like when you really look at it, it's like oh, this show isn't actually good. Like I, I mean, there's obviously no. the, the high moments for like there's conflict. It's like okay, but the other forty five minutes of the show is like. It's drab. It's right. dull. It's them trying to like make people look interesting right. and they don't even know how to make them look interesting. And let me tell you, some of these people are really interesting. Like they have other things going on in their lives, but they're just assuming, man, don't nobody care about them having a wine business. Don't, right. nobody, don't, nobody, don't nobody care about them knowing how to knit, you know? <laughs> Go knit for the third hour of the show. But this is why producing is important. I'm really hoping that they do this successfully and that they allow for a trickle down to happen for the other shows. I agree with that. I mean, you and CS Madison actually kind of talked about this on your latest episode of Small Doses. We sure did. Of Living Out Loud. I mean, that's a good example of a show where we are absolutely gaining high viewership at this uh-huh. point. We The podcast has been getting hundreds of thousands of downloads for the last five years. And there's no ratchet ratchet. It's not. It's just good content. Just good Interesting. content. It's like truth. It's that's not- it. Truth and authenticity to me will always reign supreme. Actually, you can check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast and you can watch me and T.S. Madison talking about side effects of living out loud tomorrow on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right, that's it for Black Hero News. You know, we've been speaking about love and hip hop, but let's talk about love and power. Power couples. What does it take to be one? We're going to get into it when we get back at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We gotta talk about power couples. We don't have to talk about it, but we're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna talk about. We have power. to. It's we, our moral. We team. have to get into power couples because Black Twitter is doing Black Twitter does. Yeah. So someone tweeted out. I know power couples ain't everybody's things, but they really wanted to know, like, when it comes to it, how do you find your dream partner that could become your power couple? Like, what goes into that? And Black Twitter had a lot to say. So Amanda, you're kind of one half of a potential power couple. No. You're not. You don't think so? I don't like the idea of the power couple. Okay. So so you're going to take that label off? Well, I just buck at it because I think it's really like some capitalist thing. Yeah. But we're in America, so everything is biased. Yeah. But that's why, like, even in the idea of me not wanting to be pressed about marriage, like Mm -hmm. me not feeling like... I have to exhibit a specific type of gender role, et cetera. Right. Like the power couple, I think is very attached to both of us come with money and we make money, money and right. we make things happen. And that's it. I don't think it's even really about like love. It's about the optics. <laughs> it's about, about the optics. Yes. The bank account. Yeah. The image of it all, the glitz, the glam. It's about. It's about seen. the look. Yeah. It's about the look. It's about the story that people can tell when they see you. But do you think there's a difference between that, a power couple as that construct, versus like being with someone where you both grow together and are achieving your goals together? I mean, to me, that's a real power couple. Okay. It's an empower couple. And the empower couple (laughs) empowers each other to grow. (laughs) And it's more about what you all are doing with each other internally than how you are viewed externally. I feel that. Also, I don't want to be up in the middle of the night talking about LLCs. And stock and stock numbers. I don't want that. Let's Listen, just watch a movie. It's it's really uh <laughs> you're stupid. I don't got nothing to say to that. Can you imagine like you turn around like, yeah, so you know, I'm looking at the, the stats. I'm looking at the stats. But that's really, I mean, the power couple also is like we're always working. Like right. when we're on vacay, we're still power coupling. Photo yeah, photo shoots. Like we gotta keep this up, up, up. And I just think that's tiring. And I think you have some couples that aspire to do that. That's like their whole thing. And others people have kind of like, I guess, 
been assigned that like you've been assigned well first of all jay-z and beyonce are the power couple black billionaires yes they talk about it they are the standard and so like that's the one where people are like this is bagels relationship goals and it's like do you even know what their actual dynamic is no clue right and then you have like i think you have like people like barack and michelle absolutely who have ascended through like their positions people are like love them it's black black love they're important. I want to be like them. And then Michelle comes out and says, I ain't like that man for 10 years. And you're like, ooh, is that, is that power coupling? God dang. Because that's the other part of a power couple. Your money is tied together. Okay? Sure, it's intertwined. Can. It's intertwined. So if things do go left, where are you at? Y'all got to figure it out. You got to power Ooh. couple to the therapy, power walk to the therapist. Power myself. Mm-hmm. But who's your favorite black couple, power couple? Let us know. Hit us up. You know, we always want to know what's going on. Also, are there any reasons why I guess a power couple would work or wouldn't work? I wonder. I'm like, there's a lot of things there. I think at the end of the day, just do your best to find someone you like. <laughs> just find somebody this morning. Just find somebody. <laughs> Because I do know people that are like, I want to be in a power couple. And it's like, I mean. That's a job. That's a job. You want to be in a power couple? Both of y'all go and buy a surge protector <laughs> and hold each other. it. Yeah. All right. Stay right here, y'all. We got the Amanda Steele Show coming back at you. We're going to go to the phone line. So don't go anywhere. Give us a look. And give us a call, actually. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. That's next on the Amanda Steele Show. The Amanda Steele Show. We we up, we up. Happy Thursday, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy Mike the Bible, and I am joined by none other than, obviously, Amanda Seals. It's her show. She yes, had to be here. She has to be here. Um, so we always love when y'all call us up and give us y'all thoughts. You know, you can always join us and call us by calling one 855 amanda 8-855-262-6328. Earlier this week, y'all, we talked about how these legislators are trying to remove racism from the Rosa Parks story. Rosa Parks. I don't even... <laughs> How's that even possible? They trying to do it, though. And y'all had thoughts, so let's take a listen to this caller. Like you were saying about it being about race, it's always about race. I'm really disappointed in what's going on down in Florida right now. They're talking about how I guess they're going to leave uh, Rosa Parks' race out of history and their history book teachings now. Mm. And it's just totally ridiculous. Now they want to just say that, oh, she was asked to move to the back of the bus. It's absolutely ridiculous how they're indoctrinating these kids now. Racism exists. It just exists. It's going to always exist. The black man is the most hated person on the face of this earth, has always been because our birthright has been so much because we were the first ones here on earth. That's it. That's all I have to say. Well, some might say that the black woman was the first one here on the earth, like, but I, I will but we say, got you. We got the sentiment. We got yeah. the sentiment. but you know what I will also say? This idea that racism will always exist, we got to cut that out. Racism did not always exist. Right. We just are so accustomed to it that we think it's never going to go away. Well, like polio at one time, I'm sure people thought was never going to go away. And now it's all but eradicated. Like things don't last forever. Because they cannot sustain, especially when they don't move. The only reason racism continues to exist, Jeremiah, like the Bible, is because whiteness is a moving target. They just keep moving the goal line. They're like, okay, we got to indoctrinate more white folks to like keep this thing going. I tell you, that's why the Cubans is down there like, mira, mira, (laughs) mi blanco, mi blanco, put me in the game. Not me blanco. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yo quiero jugar. And it's like... 
no, cut it out. <laughs> I feel like at some point it's going to be up to us to be like, you know what? No dice. This is not going to continue. And I believe it. I don't think that anything ever lasts forever. And I know that DeSantin, uh, Ron, Ronda Satan, I hope, will be smote out <laughs> In 2024, because I know that people are like, oh, he's going to run. He needs to run somewhere else. Run the opposite way. Yeah. Run run into the ocean. Run. Run. Arms wide open. (laughs) Into the ocean. Into the ocean. Miami right there. Right Right there. there. So I, I hear you, brother, and I feel your frustration. And yes, racism is abundant and it is among us, but it is not forever. Never forget, we go see ancient civilizations all the time that mm-hmm. just disappear. We don't know where the Mayans went. Just poof. Yeah. The Aztecs, Machu Picchu, like they was there. Now they out. Now they not. Now they gone. Pompey said. Literally took it out of my mouth. I was just about to say Pompey. So Vesuvius, all of these things are... We're t- dinosaurs. Dinos. You think the dinosaurs knew they was gonna go? They ain't know. And for them, it was instant. It was like we here. Bam. Triceratopses out of here, just like that. Whole planet rocked. An ice age. Mm, 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 Are you ready for the next ice age, Amanda Seals? You ready? Coats. I'm actually going to Antarctica for. <laughs> so you're getting ready for in the December. Next ice age. So <laughs> I'm prepping. <laughs> I'm prepping, y'all. I'm prepping. Well, when we come back. I'm prepping right now because we got 60 second headlines coming up and we're going to have to run down as many headlines as we can in Mm -hmm. 60 seconds because we got to make sure that you all get what you need to know, even if it's not things that we want to talk about, like for a long amount of time. All right. Plus, we got the big up, let down. It's all next here on the Amanda Seal Show. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. If you are, give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All's up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. Listen up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seals. That's my co-host Jeremiah. Like the Bible. My birthday is July 1st, but today Al Green celebrates his birthday as well as Ty Zoller sign. Yeah. So two RB. You know Al Green, like if maybe last year or year before they had to like come out and tweet, like, hey guys, I'm not dead. I'm alive. <laughs> I think that people probably just assumed that I they did. haven't seen him. I was you one thought of them. <gasps> why? I don't know. In my head, I was like. He also just seems like an older talent. I'm so tired of being And a lot of people from that generation have like pants on. So. Oh my God, Jeremiah. But I'm happy he's alive. Hey, Al Green. Happy birthday. Hey, Al Green. Yes. And he likes to be singing and performing. So, you know, cut it out. Uh, Jeremiah, what do we have coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we got Bet You Didn't Know because it's a lot of stuff we don't know. And you know we don't be knowing it. That's correct. So we gotta find out about it. Plus, we got 60 second headlines. 60 second headlines. We're gonna run it down for y'all. All right. In 60 seconds, we're gonna get you as many headlines as possible. So stick around for that. Plus, we got the big up and the let down. Who am I giving props to? Mm-hmm. Who am I giving blows to? Well, you gotta stick around to find out right here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show as we celebrate the greats and smart, funny, and black history. This is African American history. With I bet you didn't know. No, 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 no. 
on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and uh, we're going to take a little time out to give you all some education. Of course, we are in a nation that is trying its best to not include black folks in American history, but there is so much of us in this, and in so many ways that we don't even be knowing, all right? There's hidden figures all up and through this thing, and here's another one that we're going to put you on to with the help of Too Much Talk podcast on TikTok. Now, what if I told you that the first woman to own a bank in America was a black woman? We're talking about Maggie Lena Walker. Maggie Lena Walker, who was born Maggie Lena Mitchell, was born on July 15, 1864 in the Confederate capital of Richmond, Virginia. Maggie was born on the Van Lewis estate, which was actually a secret spy ring for the Union during the Civil War. And in November of 1903, she made history by becoming the first woman to charter and be the president of a bank. And it was called the St. Luke Penny Savings Bank. Her bank helped to create and maintain a strong black middle class in Richmond, Virginia. She would even have small cardboard boxes that she would let little kids put their money in to help teach them about saving at a young age. I mean, there we have it. So, the fr- why are you laughing so hard? I was trying not to break. Oh, why is he over here laughing? I mean, listen, this is crazy. Black people consistently are at the forefront of things and then it is stripped from us. Right. And then we get talked about like, oh my God, black people have to depend on the government for everything. It's in the books they ban in. They they said, nope. I I mean, this isn't even in the book. I I mean, that I've banned, that's been banned. I've never heard of this before in my life. And I have a whole two degrees in African-American studies. You got to take it back, Amanda. This is really just another indication, though, of the ways in which black folks really were advanced and that right. we were black hindered. Women. Black women, especially. Look at Fannie Lou Hamer. I mean, sorry, not Fannie. Sorry, uh, Bessie. Uh, ooh, Hidden figures. No, I am thinking of, oh, my gosh, my 40 brain be really, really. You are a 40 year old black woman. You got to tap into the ancestors of many cells <laughs> to get the plethora of knowledge. Listen, Madam C.J. Walker is who I meant to say. No, I don't you, know. I'm not. Madam C.J. Walker is who you forgot about? I didn't forget about her, but these, like, names are, like. But it's not me. I thought it's the, the, the first name you would think about Let was, me, like, billionaire. I didn't forget about her. <laughs> I just, her name in that moment is, like, that's been happening to me lately. Like, I feel like I need to go to a neurologist. Like, names of people that I actually, like, no. know, know. Like, that have been, like, around. <laughs> right. I, I'm that's just, like, like, grasping for their names. Because I was digging deep in the crates. I was like, uh No, I met Madam C.J. Walker. That's why I was like, how am I not being able to recall this? It's really memory recall at this point. It's like, right. I know the person. I know their whole accolades. I see everything, and their name is just, like, Gone. Yes. It's like that picture in Back to the Future. It's just, just yes. Well, you know what, though? The the efforts of these folks has not faded. And I just I just want to point this out, though, because we get this narrative all the time that black people are the welfare queens. Black women mm. are so dependent on the government. Black people, they require. It's like, get out of here. The reason why black people if anything, need the government at this point is because the government has stripped black people over and over again of everything that we build on our own. Of our agency, of our knowledge. They was like, yo, we're going to make sure that you cannot go live with us. You cannot have loans. You cannot do... And we was like, all right, no no doubt. We're just going to go over here. And they said, no, you can't do that either. We're going to burn it down. Yep. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. And we ain't going to tell you about it either. And then we're going to gaslight you. Like, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. (laughs) All the while, it was you. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. (sighs) Well, 
you know what? We are forever grateful to all the folks who have paved the way for us. And if you want to learn more about this beautiful black culture that we have, you got to come to a Smart, Funny, and Black show Mm -hmm. because it goes down on May 18th at the Novo in Los Angeles. We got Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White. They're going to be having a good old black time, getting tested in games that test their knowledge of black culture, black history, and the black experience, all to the tune of our live band, The Clapbacks. All right? Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. Coming up next, what do we got, Jeremiah, like the Bible? We got 60-second headlines, the things you missed this week. Plus, Amanda, you'll give us your big up, let down, all that and more coming up on The Amanda Seals Show. <laughs> See? That's another black fact. Oh, sex, no cat. I bet you didn't know. Yeah. Celebrating the greats, past and present in black history on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's time for some 60 second headlines. Now, this is the stuff that we couldn't get to, so we're going to do it now in 60 seconds. Jeremiah, like the Bible, hit it. All right, first story a man spends 170K on leg lifting surgery to grow five inches taller. You know, I understand that it may be rough out here being a short guy because, you know, the tallies, they be getting all the love. But here's the thing you made your height taller. But it don't make you long longer. Okay. Missouri House Republicans defund all state public libraries. This is a doozy right here because we already know Missouri is backwards in many ways. Okay. They're going backwards. They want gun laws to just not exist for children. Basically, you can be 13 and carry a gun. They want to do whatever they want in many other ways. But this is the biggest thing. They want the whole state sounding like Nelly's nursery rhyme raps. If this is what they're doing with public libraries. Ooh, I'm going down, down, baby. No seat in a Range Rover, sweet sweeper, baby. They need to let it go. All right. Now we're heading from Missouri to New York because the NYPD is rolling out what they're calling the snitch bot to patrol Times Square and subway platforms. Mm, I think this is absolutely terrible. <laughs> but what I think is interesting is word is Takashi 69 has been hired to be the model. Please. Okay. Also, a couple <laughs> with three kids discovered that they're cousins after 10 years of marriage. Ooh, child. That brings new meaning to it's a family <laughs> affair. But you know what? The word on the street is she's sticking by him. I can't. All right. And FBI is warning against the use of public phone charging stations i don't have anything for this other than y'all get your own portable (laughs) battery they say that the peoples have figured out how to steal your info from the usbs at the airport from the usbs in the hotels people are out here very very focused and for all y'all who are out here scamming figuring out all this technology while you're at it can you figure out how to make everybody get reparations work that scam into place And bonus question, bonus story real quick. Florida governor apologizes for calling trans community demons and imps. He has some nerve knowing he's the full devil. That's it for 60 Second Headlines. When we come back, we got your... Figure, figure. down. Here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.